lovelies, and welcome to Tess Talks You Through, an advice podcast from me, Tess. I'm the one who's going to talk you through because I love talking. I am literally bursting at the seams with excitement about creating this podcast. Thank you to Hearsay Studios for helping and producing, and that's just so amazing. I've been wanting to do an advice podcast for a very long time. You know somebody who needs some direction, so tell them to email me. Test talks you through at gmail.com. I'm going to spell it for you. T-E-S-S-T-A-L-K-S-U-T-H-R-U at gmail.com. All right. So this is my advice podcast. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about me. I'm Tess. I have a lot of love and interest in this world. Like I love people's stories and eyeliner and animals, and traveling, and working collaboratively, and talking, and quoting old famous people. Professionally, I'm a clinical social worker. I've been a social worker for over 10 years. I teach dance aerobics, and I love it. And I do improv and theater. And those are all things that just give me the energy I need to keep going in this world. Speaking of this world, I want to tell you a little bit about the lens through which I see this world because that's going to color every all the advice I give. Everything you say to me and everything I say back is all through this lens. We all have one. The lens that I see this world through is that I'm white and middle-aged, bisexual, married, cisgender woman, not living with a disability. I'm educated and middle-class. And since I was raised in Indiana and now live in Michigan, I am thoroughly Midwestern. I am an optimist and an extrovert. I'm adopted and left-handed. I have no children. Oh, my Myers-Briggs is ENFP. And I do seek to approach all situations with cultural humility. I want to learn and evolve all the time. You are your own expert, and I want to know about you through your lens. And the reason I want to do this podcast is because, like I said before, I'm a social worker. I'm motivated by social justice. And yeah, I know that's a really loaded term, but I genuinely entered the field of social work and chose the career path because I see disparity in this world. And if I have any opportunity to repair it by working with individuals, then I can. That's my purpose. So social workers, contrary to popular belief, do not give advice we actually work collaborative, collaboratively, I can't even say the word, but I do it professionally, collaboratively with people on their goals. So that's another reason I want to do the podcast. I want to actually give advice, but not unsolicited advice like when you're standing around talking about a problem and someone interrupts you and says, you need echinacea or all that unsolicited advice we get on a regular basis. I want to give advice to people who are like, you know what? I'm actually at an impasse. I'm actually in a position where I'm ready to make a change. I want to make a change. I just don't know what that change needs to be. So when you ask me for advice, I have the opportunity to offer you third-party perspective, encouragement, redirection, support, kind of whatever you need. So since we're just getting started, I feel really open to the categories of advice. A person asked me the other day what kind of advice I'm giving and I said, literally anything right now. At this time, I don't think there's anything too big or too small. Now, I reserve the right to totally change my mind about that in the future when I get a problem that I'm like, oh, this is out of my league. But for now, 
just write in test talks you through at gmail.com. Now let's get to it. My very first letter. Here's a letter from a lovely dear Tess. I am just unsure what to do about my current situation. I am an assistant to a first grade teacher and my job is primarily to assist her with day-to-day activities, making copies, helping during activities, and basically being a second teacher in the room. We have 20 kids, which I believe to be a great class size, but she is constantly overwhelmed and doesn't have a plan for the day. Every day she has to wing her classes and can't tell me anything that she needs before the moment she needs it. And then I am forced to run around and do everything spur of the moment because she never has a plan at the beginning of the day. Because of her inability to be organized, she constantly moves my break around, if I get one, and shows up half an hour late to my lunchtime, even though she gets an hour and 20 minute lunch. I find this incredibly disrespectful because my lunch is already at 1 p.m. We arrive at school and I need to be in my room at 7.30 to welcome kids. And sometimes she skips my 9 a.m. break because of her poor organizational skills. So when she shows up late to my lunch, when, when my lunch is supposed to be, one, I am starving, and two, I have been alone with all the kids for about two hours. She also has no remorse about it and doesn't think it is a big deal, but she can't handle when her lunch is interrupted or when she doesn't get a break. She also treats me like a servant and talks down to me all the time in front of coworkers, parents, and students. When I learn from the other assistants that this is not the way that other teachers operate or treat their assistants, I requested a meeting with my administrator, and her response was basically, it takes this teacher a few months to get used to her classroom. This was three and a half months into a nine-month school year, and I felt that was just an excuse. I tried explaining how unorganized the class is and how I was not sure how much the students were learning, and she seemed unconcerned and just told me to come back if it didn't get better within the next few months. After this meeting, I was in class when the teacher told the kids that because they were so misbehaved the day before, she had gone home and had a fight with her partner and blamed them for her unhappiness. I brought this up again to the administrator who said she would talk to her as I felt it was completely inappropriate for her to say that to the first graders and yet nothing happened. I just don't know what to do about her disregard for my time and her overall treatment of me, especially since admin doesn't seem to want to do anything but find excuses for her. My husband actively tells me to quit all the time, but I love my job. I really just don't like her. I have been asked why I don't talk to her, but I am very concerned considering how volatile her emotions are and how mean she can be that she would actually only make my life more difficult when it is already the most difficult position in the school. This teacher has never had an assistant that didn't quit in the first semester, and the last one actively asked to move classrooms and accepted a part-time position just to escape. Do you have any advice for me? Oh, wow. A work problem. We, a lot of us, we've got these jobs and we've got probs when we're trying to do them. I hear you. Um, a toxic person in the workplace who's disrespectful and frankly doesn't sound like she actually likes her job. That's a lot to take on. It's definitely, I hear why your husband's talking to you about it every day because you need to vent about it every day. It's, it's kind of ruining your day-to-day experience and we spend a lot of time at work. Now, I have good news and I have bad news. I'm going to go ahead and let you know that it takes one person to change the dynamic in a bad situation relationship, and um, that has to be you because you're the only person who's motivated to do so because you recognize how unhappy you are. 
she's actually probably pretty okay with um, being inconsiderate of your time, being rude, running her classroom in a really great way. That was sarcasm because this is not great. She's being mean to first graders. Um, So you do have to approach her. However, I have advice on how to do that and when. And I actually think the when is the key. If you're working a Monday through Friday, um, it looks like you said you sub- 7.30 was your check-in time, 7.30 to 3.30 question mark. You're going to approach her at 3.30 on a Friday. It's very meaningful here because it's the end of her day. That way she has no kids to take it out on for the rest of the day. And it's the end of the work week. So she doesn't have you to take it out on for a couple days. She's going to go home and probably fight with her partner. I don't know. It sounds like that's a hobby. If people are misbehaved, I don't know. Um, So you're going to talk to her at the end of the week, at the end of the workday. And I want you to, and I know this might be difficult and unfair, but I want you to approach it in a very question um, open position. Let Let me elaborate. You're going to say, is there anything that I can do to give our day more structure so we can get more done for the kids? See, with that, you're asking about what actions you can take and to benefit the children. And what you're not saying is, you're rude, I can't stand you. But that is the point, right? You're asking this open-ended question because you're giving her the opportunity to see. Now, she could launch back at you with a million things you're doing wrong. And you are going to say, I'll take that into consideration. But what we're hoping here is that you let her know, I feel really dissatisfied with how our days go. I feel really disorganized. Again, using that I language, you're speaking from your perspective because perspective is important here. And you're going to say, I feel disorganized. I feel rushed. I feel like I just get so hungry by 1 p.m. You can own all of that because it's accurate. And it's not pointing fingers. You're just talking about how you feel. That's valid. And then ask her opinion because, oh, she's the teacher. You're the teaching assistant. You're going to deflect to her. Great. Cool. You're doing this at the end of the day, at the end of the work week. That way, she's going to go home complain. She's going to cool it by the time Monday comes around. Because it sounds like she moves through things pretty quickly with her anger, right? Um, She takes it on her first graders. Cool. I don't understand why admin isn't taking steps, but they've shown that they're unreliable. So it has come down to confronting her directly. So I really sincerely hope that works. If you want to follow up and email me, let me know. Good luck. Okay, lovely. So that's it. That was our first letter. That was the first round of advice. Best advice you ever heard, worst advice you ever heard, email me. Tell me what I did wrong. Tell me what I did right. Email me with questions you've got. Literally open communication time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really happy to be able to speak to you on this format. Tell your friends, tell your troubled friends, tell anyone to email me at test talks you through T-E-S-S-T-A-L-K-S-U-T-H-R-U at gmail.com. Thank you to Hearsay Studios. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon, lovelies. Don't live a life full of distress. You can clean up this mess. Just get advice from Terrific Tess. This has been a production of Hearsay Studios. Wait, what?